0: the five rings podcast with dwayne rollins and kevin Laramie on the
1: sports podcasting network follow us and listen to us live on twitter at five rings podcast and like our facebook page facebook.com forward slash sports podcasting network for more content
0: And good day, good night, welcome to the firings Podcast. I'm Kev Lame, joined by Dwayne Rollins. As always, as we start to review and wrap up, day 15. Day 15 means the last full day of competition before the closing ceremonies with First Dwayne. How are you today?
1: I'm doing well. You know, it's always a little sad the last day, but, uh, you know, I can... Uh, uh, handled, uh, handled the sadness by just looking ahead one weekend and knowing the Premier League's back
0: next week. <laughs> yeah, Premier League, uh, the rest of the world, soccer today, back on Monday. A lot of great things continuing in the world of sports, and we'll talk about it very soon. Because our wood medal will touch that point, and I also have a couple of interesting uh, facts for you, Dwayne, in that moment. But we want to start the show today by talking about a couple things. And I want to talk to you, Dwayne, about... The relay, 4x4 woman. Uh, It was really interesting to me to see how well the Canadian did in that one. Just off the podium, it was an amazing battle for third between Jamaica and Canada. From Constantine in the third leg all the way to Sage Watson when she crossed the line. She felt dejected because she lost the third, you would say. But it was such a battle between her and the Jamaicans. I really enjoyed that race. I thought it was a very fun race. And just looking at the third the Battle for bronze, that that third spot it was such a battle, so close, and we have some athletes in the four by four that are not in that discipline they're hundred they're hurdles athletes, and they did really good and just a hair off the podium for Canada, I thought it was a really good performance, but the race itself was compelling because of that battle between Jamaica and Canada.
1: It, it, back-to-back olympics they finished fourth so you can understand the the frustration i mean it's it's easy for someone like you or i to say fourth is amazing but you know when you're standing on that track and you know you're you know four feet away from an olympic medal it's got to be a little hard to stomach at that point but but that said you know yeah it, it was a great performance by them um it's frustrating for the female side of the track uh the track team in Canada they have not won a medal where the men have won a lot which is the opposite of swimming so you know it, it kind of works out that way as we we suggested last week but uh you know look I don't know what more to say other than it was a great effort and you know the fact that you're ahead of Jamaica with 100 meters to go tells you a lot of things because Jamaica Jamaica they're you know the the class of sprinting so it, it was a, a good offer there the the Americans in that race were untouchable clearly but hopefully they can get something done they can continue to, to inspire people and and they can improve that side of, of the uh, of the, the team because it was a, a brilliant otherwise for i candidate like to see it be a little more split down the middle in terms of the of the medals but but nonetheless you know fourth place is, is no shame and you know fifth place in the 1500 earlier in the shame like they said was yesterday it's all blending now but it's yeah it's it's been a great meet for the canadians better than i could have ever imagined 20 years ago and certainly you know they've met expectations and and yeah
0: well the the swimming aspect of it really also gave us indication that it's going to be good olympics for canada but of course swimming was dominated by amazing women performances and on the track it was more the men but of course, not at the same level, but it was uh, enjoyable on both sides, and I really enjoyed the Olympics. And of course, we're going to do a wrap-up show when it comes to the whole Olympics, and just uh, probably tomorrow, as it looks right now. So that's going to be another fun time between Duane and I to take a look at these competition as a whole, and which performance gets the wood, the poutine, maybe a super poutine. And of course, bronze, silver, and gold for the entirety of the game. But before we move on to Wood Dwayne, I wanna talk about something that I think is really hilarious. And of course I haven't watched the entire baseball tournament, so this might not be new for you if you watch the entirety of the baseball tournament. Uh, But there is a very quirky cart that brings the pitchers from the dug well, from their warm-up area to the place where they pitch. It's not them running. No, it's a cart that has, like, a glove as the seat, and it's electric, and it's beautiful.
1: Uh, Well, you know, God God love the Japanese and their gadgets, right? So, yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, I'm happy that baseball was in this tournament, uh, in this event, uh, the Olympics, the event I'm speaking of. Uh, I wish it would remain. We know it's not for now, but, uh, but certainly, you know, it adds color. I didn't watch a lot of baseball either, even though I am happy about that. I watched quite a bit of softball, though. Um, you know that part of that's a cheering, interesting. Part of that's because I've got a lot of stuff going on. It's a tough, it's a tough fit, right? Because of MLB, but but nonetheless, yeah, yeah. That that's a fun little quirk, kind of like the you know the little car that brought the ball out at the Euro final. Everyone likes gadgets, so so there you go.
0: <laughs> well, at least, yeah, that car for the Euro final was literally branded Volkswagen. It was literally a Volkswagen car, too, you know. But this is at least it's a little bit more subtle than it's a Toyota branding so it's a, it's a bit more subtle that's the one thing i like about the olympics is you never see directly when you watch a competition advertising during the olympics in the actual stadium and stuff so that's a big difference from like the euro where you just look everywhere like oh volkswagen high sense toyota anyways
1: yeah well they, they learned the lesson from 96 um the <laughs> games were widely viewed as the commercial like high point uh, of, of well, low point in many people's mind of the game so they they backed off a little bit although you know look the, those global sponsors they get a great deal out of it uh, although i don't know if people notice mcdonald's isn't a global sponsor anymore which is significant because they've been around for a long
0: time but well you don't uh, haven't seen a whole lot of mcdonald's commercial you know what i've seen i've seen a lot of toyota commercial from the mexico gymnast who runs and that's a great film commercial too and yeah, you're right. McDonald's haven't seen them.
1: No, they're they're not there. And uh, the the other uh, Toyota commercial is uh, you don't have to be excellent to begin, but you have to begin to be excellent or whatever. it's Yeah, a,
0: it's a, you don't have to be great to start. But no, you don't have to be amazing to start, but you gotta start to be amazing.
1: Thank you. Yeah. It, well, obviously, it's really <laughs> implanted on me, but no. The, the, the...
0: I don't have a Brazilian accent to make it sound a little nicer, though.
1: That's just exactly no look yeah we're not here to give the the, you know these multinational companies more advertising but
0: but yeah let's go to our wood medal for today day 15 wrapping up here in the covering uh coverage of tokyo 2020 here we go and it is yes bye bye tokyo after 15 full days of competition the tokyo 2020 olympic games are nearing the end we'll have the marathon tomorrow and that's pretty much it than the closing ceremonies. Dwayne, the adding benefit of postponing the summer games by a year is that the winter games are only 181 days away.
1: It, well, exactly, which is actually helping me through this a little bit. More. And- <laughs> it's
0: six months, six months, February yeah. 22nd, uh, February 4th, 2022. The games will start all the way to February 22nd.
1: I'm I'm actually old enough to remember when they run the same year. I remember the '92 double uh, double lamy there. Um, yeah, look, it's sad. It is. Uh, it's it's been an enjoyable games. I I didn't quite know what to think of them going in. I I probably was looking forward to the the least of any summer games ever because of the the delay and uncertainty and, and all of that. It more like self preservation, right? I didn't want to. I'd um, be disappointed if they got canceled again is is what it came down to. But once it got going, there were a lot of great performances. And and ultimately, I, I did notice that the fans weren't there, but I didn't notice as much as I thought I would that the fans weren't there. So, uh, hopefully, well, I suspect well, I don't know what's going to happen in Beijing. It's it's six months. God knows what the world's going to yeah. be. Hopefully, <laughs> be, yeah, hopefully it can be a real game, uh, like a games that have all the the bells and whistles that we're used to. Um yeah, it, it, it's sad, though, that it's, it's done. But then again, I could use some sleep. So, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Dwayne's been battling with the sleep aspect for the last couple of days. It has been difficult, of course, in the, the compounding aspect, you know. But, you know, you'll never get the sleep back. But also, you have memories, though, that no one will ever take away.
1: Well, exactly. I'm, I'm, I will always do this, but... Uh i don't think i could do it much longer and and honestly at this point in time you know two weeks is about the
0: right amount of time Uh, (laughs) you got some practice in because we had pyeongchang now you had tokyo beijing and then then we're off to a different time zone where the only thing is you have to wake up a little earlier than normal and go to bed a little earlier but that's about it so one more olympic games in asia for us dwayne the third one and then we're good for a couple decades
1: yeah, it's the Asian games are tough for North American audiences. Uh, you have to be nocturnal, and it screws you up a lot. But, you know, they deserve them, too. I'm not going to begrudge them holding games by any means. Uh, I'm, I'm hardly going to ask them to change their schedule, unlike NBC, uh, to do that. But, uh, you know, like the men's basketball game happening, the gold medal game happening before the bronze medal game. What? Anyway. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, you know, we've got to have the, the people watching, which we did. And, uh, yeah. France trying to make a go of it at the beginning, and then the states are like, well, it's our game.
1: Yeah, it was a closer tournament overall, but it still, you know, ultimately ended the way we all expected it to. So
0: there you go. (laughs) It did. All right. Let's start our journey in the positive aspect of the games, the journey to positivity. That should be in my motivational podcast talk, The Journey to Positivity with Kevin Laramie. Dwayne, let's talk about our poutine medal for today. It is another medal. Canada won another medal yesterday. Bronze medal in the canoe sprint. Women's C2, 500 meters. Second medal for Laurence Vincent Lapointe. And first medal for Katie Vincent. Katie Vincent is from Mississauga, Ontario. Laurence Vincent Lapointe from from the, the, the province of Quebec. And... To me, this performance is really amazing because Laurence, based on point, might, this might be her only game. So we'll see if she, stuck, she sticks around to Paris. But she has been there 11 years ago when she went at the top level in the world championship. This discipline started with the women's canoeing. And she's really proud. And she said, the quality was there 11 years ago, but it wasn't like it is now. I'm happy we did this at the Olympic at this level. And we were able to show that women can canoe too. And I still can't believe that it took all the way to this, this Olympic for these disciplines to be involved on the women's side too. Congratulations to the women's C2 in Canada. Bronze medal, Laurence Vincent Lapointe, Katie Vincent.
1: Yeah, it was really neat to listen to those women talk about being in the Olympics and just how pure their emotions were about about having that opportunity, how much it, it mattered to them to, to be there. And, and, and as you say, uh, she was a world champion for like eight years or so in the, in the, the teens. Right. And, 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 you know, she's a little past it now, but ultimately to get two medals, she's not too far past it. Uh, just not quite at the gold anymore. And and she seemed completely happy with that. And, and you can understand it. it. It was, it was nice to see. And, uh, it's yeah. In terms of why it's not, wasn't there for so long. I mean, I, I who knows? Well, you, we do know why. We well,
0: know because it's white men that were in the decision process making. This isn't making positions, and they've been there for so long, and it doesn't involve them, and they don't see the importance of it being there. So they didn't, up until now. It takes people. It, it takes revolution for things to change. It also takes a lot of, of a, not a revolt, but like some people expressing their 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 unhappiness with this and it takes a lot of pressure and Laurence de Saint-La Point was one of these athletes she was a member of that committee that was trying to push for an Olympic place and it took a lot of work but you know the fact that she won medals and she gets rewarded for that hard work that she did put uh, for the last few years into this it's amazing and also let's not forget the whole doping thing that she went through she was falsely accused so that's also a great aspect
1: Look, the AFC has to make tough choices in terms of what sports are in there, and I don't always agree with them. But but if the whole they have to draw the line somewhere, right? But one thing that is not justifiable at all is to have a sport in the game and only allow the men to play. That doesn't make any sense. And thankfully, they fixed that. It took them too long, but it's done now. So good for them. Happy to see it, and it was nice to see the emotion attached to it.
0: It was really nice to see the emotion attached to it. I really like the fact that they were celebrating. And then I think Katie did it on purpose, but she kind of pushed LaRasse in the water. I thought that was a beautiful moment.
1: Yeah, those uh, anyone who goes across the water, they like to throw people in the water in, that, in those sports, in the, <laughs> rowing, the paddling sports.
0: Yeah. Walk walk on the pier at your own risk. Yeah, exactly.
1: You get it. It's, it's you know, it's... It's very much part of the culture of any sport to kind of have a little fun with each other. So it's a celebration. Everyone likes it. It's fine as long as it was great.
0: As long as you don't drown, first of all. And uh, but they have little little dinghy to come and save you in case you do. Also, we learned that during the games. (laughs) That was a fun time. (laughs) We'll be right back after this short break with our bronze, our silver, and our gold medal for day fifteen, the last full day of competition in Tokyo, twenty.
1: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW group. Void word prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Back on the Five Rings podcast, Kev Laramie with Dwayne Rollins as always. Thanks for following us on social media. Um, This beautiful show is available at Five Rings Podcast. You can follow myself at 24, uh, Dwayne at 24th Minute, and myself at Kev Laramie. And we are back to give you our bronze, our silver, and our gold medal for day 15. The last individual medals, at least for a day only. Of these Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games. Let's start with the bronze. And the bronze was a great game. A great performance overall. And Japan got their medal. In the one sport they wanted back. In these Olympics. They beat. Not just any team. They beat the United States for the gold medal. That's the way they would have drawn it. If they had the choice before the tournament. Baseball at the Olympics. In Tokyo. Won by Japan. That's their moment for these Olympic games.
1: Uh, for sure. like I mean, you know, we're in Canada, so obviously, when you have a, a game or a sport that matters to you a little bit more than the rest, you kind of want to win it at the end, just like you know, the golden goal is still talked about as one of the greatest Canadian soccer, Canadian soccer. That's for being slipped in. <laughs> Canadian sports moment of all time, right? Like, because you know, we, we needed to win that game. <laughs> In many ways, they needed to win that as well. And Japan's had a decent game. I didn't know what they would look like uh, heading into this. I didn't know whether the lack of fans in there would reduce the, the home advantage. But th- they've had a pretty brilliant game. So, and, and this is the capper on it. And it's unfortunate that they wouldn't have had a crowd in there. But nonetheless, I'm, I'm hopeful that the, the the people there at least enjoyed that. And You know, who knows when we'll see baseball back? Probably L.A., but we'll, we'll see. And... It, it, it's it's nice to see it win.
0: Unless we see American football in L.A., which could uh, be a possibility. Who knows? There's a few. A hey, silver medal for us. Hey, I don't know. Mexico's getting pretty good. Would actually. I would be weird, worried about Mexico. But that could be possible. But that's our medal for our bronze medal. For day 15. Of course the overall tournament. There was a few surprises. But overall the four. If you're looking at the best four teams in this tournament. On paper before the tournament started. Well they all made the semifinal. Because when you think about baseball. You think about of course Japan. And the United States of America. You also think about the Dominican Republic. And even Korea. And both these teams also. Made the semifinal. So it's a pretty predictable tournament at the end, but USA being upset by Japan is a good story for the host country, and they did showcase some aspect of the beautiful game, well, of the game that I think are more beautiful, that's a little fruit slip here too, I'm not talking about soccer, but we're seeing also, I think, the streamlining of these sports and the fact that it's in an Olympic context, and that they're not... Interrupted every two seconds by commercials and not interrupted by switching of pitchers every two seconds. So there's a, a bit more of a fluidity to these games. And I can include basketball in this conversation too, that have made me enjoy this a bit more than regular baseball.
1: A hundred percent, yeah. Like it's you see that in all the Olympic sports. I mean, you know, we'll we'll talk about this this in six months when we watch hockey games and go, wow, wow, a hockey game would happen in less than two hours. Amazing. Um, and
0: ba- yeah. basketball and the different rules that makes for a better basketball game too. Anyways, uh, if you're listening to the NBA, how about you do like all the other sports that? Uh, well, no, sorry, American sports, North American sports do not usually use the international rules, but in like in soccer, maybe we should fair
1: enough yeah no look I, again like i i'm i'm happy baseball was there I'm, I'm happy softball was there um i'm not sure why they have to have two different ones for the men and the women but you know whatever um hopefully it gets back in at some point and japan is a worth worthwhile winner and uh, look if you're an american fan out there you're probably gonna flop this off because you can say if the MLB players are there you win and that's you know likely true but mm-hmm. at the same time if you look at the world baseball Classic, yeah
0: like Otani, if 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 the MLB players are there, Shohei Otani is there, and by himself he can throw a perfect game and hit four home runs in the same game. So you know, you never know, actually.
1: Yeah, baseball tournaments are weird for that very reason. If You have one dominant pitcher, you're you you can win, right? Like it's the same with the. It's always kind of weird that baseball is this grind of 162 games, and then they you know, basically throw that all out the window and have like short sprints (laughs) (laughs) to
0: You have a good reliever, like example, a good closer. Sometimes you can make a difference, but that was our bronze medal for day fifteen. Let's move to the silver medal for today. That was a race that I really enjoyed to watch today. Surprising results or maybe not. Jakob Ingebreitsen from Norway. He's the European champion. He won the Euros just a few months ago. Gold medal in the 1500 meters. 3 minutes, 28, 3, 3 minutes 28 seconds, and thirty-two one hundredth. A new Olympic record in the 1500 meter. That's the mile. A little less than a mile, but you know what I mean. And to me, that's a great performance. In front of the Kenyan. In front of their favorites. The European is taking this amazing victory. And when I watched that race, I was really surprised because his kick at the end, it was wow. He wasn't even close to the lead 500 meters out. So three quarters, two two thirds of the race, he's not even in contention. And then he starts to kick. And then you just see that Norwegian rocket overtake everyone on the final stretch and win by a whole lot. And that was the interesting aspect to me is how he surprised the favorite in the last stretch. The, the
1: 1500 is as much about the brain as it is the body. Well, you have to have both, but uh, the strategy makes a great deal. And obviously he he ran a perfect race for his abilities to be able to kick down that stretch and, and pull away. Like it ultimately wasn't that close at the end. Um, Yeah, a very, very good, uh, very good performance. And I love the 1500. It's my favorite race. Out there. I think it, it's got the elements of, Speed, power, and and strategy is it, it? It's and it's quick enough that you're not, you know, when you're watching a 10k you might drift in and out a little bit, right? like or a 50K as we did the other day.
0: <laughs> you might not not even a little bit, like oh oh, not oh, okay, I'm back. What did I miss? Yeah, well, no, I
1: mean, yeah, even the guys in that race would admit that that's possible. But like, no, 1500 is uh, it's it's like I say, I think it's it's the best race in the Olympics, and it was a donor before our Olympic record. What can you say? Uh, Norway, that notorious track and field power, Norway, with a second gold medal and a second dominant performance, proving that this is a equal opportunity sport. Uh,
0: yeah, and the uh, the also the aspect here is that he's it's not out of nowhere because yes, we don't necessarily see European athletes win the 1500s. It's it's been a discipline dominated by African athletes over the last couple of decades, but it's not out of nowhere. In the World Championship in Doha, he finished fourth in the 1500 meters and he finished fifth at the 5000 meters of course he won the Olympic he actually won the European Indoor Championship uh, for the 3000 meter, he finished second for the 1500 meter, he won the European Championships outdoor in 2018 finishing first at the 1500 and the 5000 so he's not coming out of nowhere but he's 20 years old, he's so young for this mid distance type of of effort he's going to be there and dominating like like world record will be possible very shortly
1: no exactly it's also as I said because it is a, a discipline that's really requires the brain too that you don't regularly see younger athletes and to win at twenty i mean what are you going to do like that's she's obviously the favorite of Paris at this point and probably l a too so yeah no a great great run and um I, it's it's been a very good track and field meet. That's what I'll say. I'm looking forward to Eugene. It's going to be a an interesting World Championship, and, and not that long either. No, exactly. Of,
0: and in yeah. between, we have a Winter Olympics. Uh, the, the next couple, the, the next year of the Pfeiffer's podcast got two competitions with daily shows. It's going to be fascinating. All right. This was great. We love the 1,500 meters. And he's going to be great at the 5,000, too, moving forward. And he's got a chance to beat a whole lot of records moving forward. I wouldn't be surprised if in Paris he's a contender for the 1,500 and the 5,000, which you don't see often. But you know what we've seen in these games is someone trying to go for a triple involving all these great distances. Someone who tried to go for the 1,500, The 5,000 and the 10,000. And you know what, Dwayne? She actually got two out of the three with the third one finishing third. Not too shabby. Safan Hassan in amazing fashion with panache, I would say, winning the gold medal of the women's 10,000 meters. She also won the 5,000 meters and she finishes third of the 1,500 meters not 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 too bad at all for someone that maybe should not even have made it out of the heats after falling or being tripped during the heats of the 1500 and doing the last 500 meters for anthology that we will see replayed forever in the Olympics lead up to Paris and other competitions but Safan Hassan our gold medal for day 15 not only for this 10k Victory, but for the entirety of our Olympic Games, at least in my opinion.
1: We'll see where we go when you're ultimate. Goals, but real good shout there for the most dominant uh, worldwide story of the, these games, uh, that attempt at the triple, which is not a normal combination. You, you don't often see people, people that can win a 10K and a 1500 because they are very kind of different disciplines in terms of what you need to, to do to be successful in the minute. You know, to come as close as she did at the 15, which is probably in some ways the most of the bronze is probably the most impressive thing she did. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's yeah, incredible. Uh, you know, this is a games that doesn't have like the past three or four Olympics have had pretty obvious, you know, stars, so to speak of the games. There's not really a jump out one that you, you say absolutely is the, the person who's the stand up uh, superstar of these games, but it could be her. For sure, because that that's an incredible accomplishment. Yeah. Anytime you do a five ten double, it's you know that's 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 big stuff. So, yeah, the, the best distance runner on the female side right now. That's that's the bottom line. And. and yeah. God, God bless her for trying that fifteen, because that's
0: to finish <laughs> third. That, wow! And if it wasn't for maybe other opportunities or the heat, she might have won that race. So you never know. But her pedigree talks uh, for itself. Twenty nineteen world champion at the 1500 and 2019 world champion at the ten thousand meters. So. She's done it before, but in there you don't have the 5,000, which is surprising. But she did win the 5,000 while the bronze in London, and the 1,500 in Beijing in 2015. So she has some experience, and she's probably going to try that again. But it is a fascinating performance, and we've seen her not only do great things, but also do it with panache and with a lot of heart shown. And she has a great life story, too, uh, being a refugee in the Netherlands and then representing that country and being thankful and. She was shattered at the end of the 10,000 meters. She was collapsing, being brought back up, saying no to the wheelchair, and then going for the stairs and collapsing under the stairs. So with the aid of the medical team, she was not injured. She, they were there supporting her. She didn't collapse and fall, by the way. She was just not, a, not not standing up on her own volition, and she was helped down. And to me, it shows the amount of energy needed to do what she do. but, you know, to do what she did but also the realization that, okay, I can rest now. <laughs> it's like, okay, one more thing. I got one more thing to do. I crossed the line. Okay, done. Shut it off. Bring me home.
1: Well, exactly. I mean, look, they push themselves to levels that us mortals cannot understand, and, and the body is not designed to get to. So, so absolutely, that, that, that demonstrates that, that underlines that for sure. Yeah, look, brilliant performance a double in the 510 that's you know all timer stuff as I said already uh, a unique treble she's trying doesn't quite get it for the golds but on three podiums what more can you say
0: (laughs) and I also want to mention her strategy in the 10,000 meters against G'day who beat her for the world record in June. She, she, June 6th, she does a world record. And then just like two days later, Gabi <laughs> from Ethiopia just beats her world record by not even a second. So that must have been a bit a bit deflating. But at the end of the day, she beat her for the gold medal. But the strategy, and Gede was getting mad. And she had that negativity inside her because she was like, you go do the pace now, uh, Safan. You go. I'll let you go. It was her, the American Gonzaga, and Safan Hassan, all three, were... The pack, the leading pack for the last thousand meters, even more. So Gide was leading, and Hassan was like, I don't owe you anything. Why would I lead? You chose to do this. Now, now deal with it. So s- slowly, Gide was start to slow down the pace and trying to force Hassan to go lead. But the fact that she slowed the pace gave the opportunity for Safan Hassan to not exert her full energy there. And then she had a kick. Gide exposed to the wind and the elements in the entirety of this race leading it. She had nothing left. And that's very strategic. Also the way Stefan Hassan won, it's not just on pure will and energy. It's also on strategy, which is the beauty of sports to me. It's a combination of all these things.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, I said the 1500 is the brain and the, and the, the body, but you know, all these, things are um yeah i mean look i I mean i'm reiterated like it's it's an amazing performance and she absolutely deserves our gold medal of the day and i'm sure that again as i said the other day that's the greatest honor that she will receive today our gold medal
0: yeah of course she doesn't even care about the other one right now she's like oh my lord they gave me the one for five rings i can rest happy now let's look at our final medal standings heading into tomorrow night the People's Republic of China, as the recording of this show, are top with 38 gold medals. We have the US, second with 36 gold medals. Japan, third, 27. The Rock, the Olympic Committee from that country that shall not be named, is fourth with 20 gold medals. Great Britain, fell one. Now, fifth with 20. Congratulations to Tom Daly for another medal at the 10 meter platform. Your bronze, well-deserved. China, one and two. China and diving are as good as peanut butter and jelly, I guess.
1: Yeah, no, it's pretty much uh, the rest of the field's playing for bronze whenever they're
0: in there. Yeah, normally. <laughs> good on you, everyone, for showing up to participate in this competition of diving and trying to get the bronze medal. Australia, six with 17 gold medal. And Canada has wrapped up its performance at the games i do not believe they have a shot for the marathon you actually never know in these in these opportunities but canada 13 with six gold six silvers and 11 bronze for 23 medal. that's the most ever out of summer games total wise for canada
1: yeah they had seven golds in um, in Atlanta so they're a little bit more there yeah it was kind of it. um yeah, I, th- I think it's the best game Canada's ever had, and we'll talk about this more when we wrap up. But, but uh, in terms of the diversity of sports that they won the medals in, the, they they were competitive in more events. Uh, they put more uh, athletes were close to medals too, which matters like because you have that cheering interest if you're if you're doing that. Uh, it, it just absolutely was a great play, and obviously the soccer women's soccer team winning that gold medal in a team sport, which is something that hasn't happened at the summer games since before the second world war. So yeah, it, it's pretty good games and you can't complain if you're a Canadian cheering for them.
0: No, I uh, Summer games were pretty good and uh, we hope you enjoyed this wrap up of day 15 until our wrap up show tomorrow. You can follow it on social media at 24th minute myself at Kev and this show at five rings podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page at youtube.com sports podcasting network so you never miss a show. And also, make sure you subscribe to our podcast feed because after the Olympics, we'll continue to bring you some Olympic content. And we're getting ready because right after Tokyo ends, the road to Beijing starts 181 days away only for the opening ceremonies of the Beijing 2022 winter olympic games it's just a few months it's going to be quick the next time we see competitions is not that far away but as always until tomorrow for Dwayne rollins i'm kev Laramie. we hope you enjoyed the coverage of the Fire rings podcast of these tokyo 2020 games and until next time as always have a great olympiad